millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are going to be talking about the Netflix original movie, Enola Holmes. Yes. Um, when was it released? Like a like beginning of the oh September twenty third of September. Ago. Wow, that was that was that was a while ago. Yeah, uh, it just took us guess, a long uh, time to watch it because I was waiting to come back to Boston and watch it with Danny. Um, so that's why we didn't watch it together. Yeah, and I don't know what I was doing. I just I was I guess I was waiting for you to get back to watch it. <laughs> But I was I was really excited to hear um, that Millie Bobby Brown was going to be the lead in this movie. I remember when she announced that she was going to be a part of this project, and it I swear this was like three years ago. Really? Okay, yeah, I had no idea about this until the until the Netflix trailer like came out. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Um. But you're really good at at hearing about movies like years before they <laughs> before they before they for teaser trailers or even are even uh released so um i'm really bad at that i never hear about anything that's happening i think i heard it honestly because i follow millie bobby brown on instagram and i remember she had an instagram live that i happened to be watching and she was like talking about how she just got cast in this movie and, oh, okay. And for some reason, like, no one said anything about it after that. And I was like, well, I guess I just know this information. And me and the 500 other people who are watching her Instagram live. And, yeah, that was, like, a long time ago, though. And I don't know what happens to Instagram lives after you do them. Um, I don't think they save. I think well, you can decide if you want them to be saved or not. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I just remember the trailer coming out and not really paying too much attention to it. And then I remember uh, my friend from work saying that he enjoyed it and, and suggested that I watch it. Um, and then we talked about watching it for the, sh- for the podcast. So, and that's, that's all I have to say about that. Well, since it's kind of like an adventure and a mystery, uh, in the vein of Sherlock Holmes, I feel like this movie is definitely for all ages and for everybody like there's there's something in it for everybody yeah i'll i'll agree with that i mean it's this was this maybe would appeal more to younger audiences possibly mm-hmm. uh just because millie is so young and you know she kind of has like a love interest sort of in it mm-hmm. like she's kinda. 16 yeah yeah she's 16 like i mean i i thought I, I really enjoyed, like, uh, Henry Cavill, and, like, I really liked the actors in this. I thought the acting was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, I, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't watch this again, yeah. uh, personally. 
Yeah. I, I, I just don't think it really targeted me. Yeah. And I don't really think it really appealed to... I, I, and, and Which is weird because I really like Sherlock Holmes. Um, like, even the... Even the uh, Guy Ritchie films, like, you know, the BBC show. I really enjoy the story of Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. It's just... This didn't really... This didn't really stick with me. I agree. I think it was... Yeah, I think it's just not aimed to us, whereas I feel the Sherlock TV show with Benedict Cumberbatch was, like, aimed at us um, in high school and and today. Um, oh, so, yeah, completely. Yeah, where, I mean, I feel like Enola Holmes, the best thing I can describe it as is, like, right when this movie dropped, I, I occasionally go check and see what's going on over at Tumblr just, just to, you know, just to browse a little bit when I get extra bored and I, I went over there and I looked and I, and of course it was just a ton of Enola Holmes stuff because the people on Tumblr, it's like, that's the, that's the aim. Like Enola Holmes is the perfect demographic for people on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, which I know Tumblr is for a lot of different platforms, but I mean, the way we u- used to use it is, you know, young girls or young people like just f- fan fangirling or fanguying over over anything and everything yeah so so and that's and that's how tumblr will always be to me it's just like the ultimate platform for for my personal fangirling experience yeah. um which uh is is emotionally exhausting and i can't do that anymore but it's uh <laughs> you're, but like, you're but exhausted that me... other by other things right now all the time. I just feel yeah. exhausted all the time. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I'll occasionally go to Tumblr as well. Um, especially if I'm like, if I'm like freaking out over something. Like, I, I think yeah. I went on there after watching like Never Have I Ever or something. Cause like, I really enjoyed that show. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, I don't feel like would, would really target, you know, towards, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess if I'm trying to, to compare these two, I mean, they seem so different in terms of like story and stuff and mm-hmm. and everything, but um, I don't know. I guess I um, I thought Enola Holmes was like kind of filmed very interestingly, like yeah. almost almost to where it was a little too slow. Yes, I think um, the movie was too long. It felt slow. Yeah. Yes. It was it was two hours, so it just was it was too much. It was too long, and it didn't feel like much was happening. Yeah, like this. Like I almost feel like I almost feel like this would have maybe done better as like a mini series, mm-hmm. or you know, as just like something that maybe you could have, you could have delved a little bit more into story wise and maybe given a bit more to these characters. But as a movie, from what they had to show for the length of this film, it just it was stretched way too thin. Yeah, um, I agree. I wonder what the book has. Um in terms of, like, the plot and everything, because obviously it is about the mother and finding the mother, but then it's kind of got this underlying Tewksbury um, whole thing with the vote um, for succession and stuff like that. Um, that's, like, a, that's like what ends up being the, the main, you know? So it's, like, it, it begins with, like, oh, it's a mystery about we have to find mom, and then it kind of evolves into something else you know yeah yeah and like and that's fine but i guess 
it just wasn't very satisfying by the end, I guess, <laughs> is kind of what I'm, yeah. is maybe what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. I mean, just, like, all that, all that work trying to yeah. find the mother and then eventually find Enola, who's, like, working on her own, working on her own stuff right now. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it was just, uh, like, way too convenient for the story to yes. int- introduce Tewksbury on the train like that. Like, just every scenario with the fact that Tewksbury was, like, the necessary piece of the puzzle. and Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, and then it just so happens that the day she decides to escape her house is the day that Tewksbury is on the train. It's just really convenient. <laughs> yeah, and and not to mention, like, uh, I think when when you're dealing with, you know, Sherlock Sherlock stuff, like Sherlock Holmes stories and mysteries and, you know, crimes and stuff, you want to try and, and piece things out yourself. I remember um, Kimmy was watching this with me and she was like, she was like, why was she, why was he at this train station? Why did he eventually head back to London? Was he trying to leave London? Like, where was he, like, where was he from? And like, and so like, yeah, the whole train station, like, didn't quite make sense because he ended up on a train well, I guess not. He didn't end up back on London. Back at London. Where was she trying to go? She, she was, was trying to head to London the whole time. Going, yes, they're both going to London. The uh, Tewksbury estate was like in the countryside. Oh, remember they go to the house out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. They just they just would pop over there like way too easily. Uh, yeah. After that. Yeah. And it didn't seem like there was a train right away. It was. <laughs> interesting interesting okay um but yeah like i i agree with you the plot wasn't exceptional but it 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 definitely had a nice pace it was just sometimes i feel like it was yeah like it wasn't satisfying enough like it just felt like it was kind of one mystery after the other and she would solve things really easily um and then it would go nowhere like every time she would put like, basically, it got to the point, and she was like, okay, well, I'm going to put a secret message in the newspaper because my mom's going to be able to find it. And then she doesn't even do anything about it after that. It's like, oh, I guess then you're done? Like, you don't you don't have any other way of finding her? I guess not. Um, it, was, it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, was that your only option of trying to find your mother, I guess? Um, but, but then it kind of, but then it, it kind of came back around when Sherlock ended up using the, using her her own, like, trying to reach out to her mother tactics to, like, kind of get her attention. Yeah. And, like, meet up with her again. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I really liked the interactions between her and her brothers, Mm because they were both very different, Mm -hmm. and I really liked how much, um, Henry Cavill definitely seemed, like, way too charming, and, like, (laughs) and, like, because, because, because Sherlock is, of course, sexy. He's, like, he's, he's, like, um, but, like, he's also kind of an ass, and yeah. Henry Cavill, like, he's too beautiful to be an asshole. And he's too nice. <laughs> like, he's too... He's too nice. He's way too, like, he's, Superman, like, he's gonna help he's you. He's too perfect. Yeah. He's too perfect to be an asshole, and yeah. so you can't... So, like, even though I liked him as Sherlock, um, like, I almost felt like Sam Claflin's, mm-hmm. um... Mycroft. Version of, version of Mycroft was more closely to... to yeah. Because Sherlock is supposed to be like unfeeling. He's yeah. supposed to be like like a psycho. Um and Henry just seemed like way too normal and, and perfect. Yeah. He, <laughs> and he gentlemanly. Was, he was nice. To yeah. Be it, it was very it, it, so it, nice. especially with um 
uh, with Edith, the the woman who was doing the jujitsu self defense class for women, uh, who also worked yeah. at the tea yeah. shop. Um, she right. was so cool, and he was like super nice with her. Like he kind of just like walks in there and like talks to her, like you know. But of course, he they know who each other are. You know, it's it's just it's kind of silly and, and playful and fun throughout the whole thing. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, Sam Claflin as Mycroft was very scary. Like, his character he was. He was, was really scary. mean and uh, it, it really just And kind almost of... like almost like aggressive and like abusive. Yeah. Like almost. He hit her like, like twice. Really bad. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, like, he was bad. He was not a good character. And Honestly, I mean, Sam Claflin did a really good job. I was, I just watched this movie with Sam Claflin not too long ago. That was just so horrendously bad. It was, um... What was it? Oh, my God. It was called, uh... Oh, something... Um... Something to do with the wedding. I'm just gonna... So, basically, the premise of this movie was that... Oh, is it a Netflix movie? Yeah, the Netflix... The Netflix movie. Love, Wedding, Repeat. Um, yeah, I saw the trailer for that. It looked so dumb. Oh, it was, it was not good. It was just. Is it just like a rom com or something? It tried to be a rom com, but the writing was oh, just no. not even close to being there. And then Sam Claflin. Oh no. I just, I feel like he does characters where he's. It'd be better if he just played kind of like kooky characters instead of hot characters or like people who you're supposed to think like oh he's super attractive he should get the girl you know what i mean like it you just don't really side with him because you're like you're so hopeless like <laughs> and bumbling like you shouldn't you shouldn't get yeah. the girl and it, it's just such a bad movie i really it was it was so much worse than i anticipated it being and i somehow finished it that that is so weird because that's kind of how I feel about Hugh Grant. Like I like Hugh Grant in his like quirky weird roles more than like his romantic interest roles. Yeah. Um yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, but I don't you know see if, if those he was blue eyes. I mean, that that hair. How could you resist it? I don't know. He's fantastic. I I mean, I... in in uh Bridget Jones's diary. Oh, yeah. But isn't he kind of an asshole in that? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I was mostly talking about uh, the, the Emma Thompson... Um, sense and Sensibility. Sense and Sensibility. Yeah. yeah. Right. I really, I really didn't like him in that. Um, <laughs> but but I, I do need to give that movie you a second do. watch. You do. I it, said that to you. Maybe it just needs a second it watch. It needs... A, it's... Again, like I said, it, it is so good. Like, if you watch it again, you're going to be like, holy shit. Why didn't I like this the first time? <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, I just, I just remember Hugh Grant was like bumbling around a lot, like just too much, and I was like, okay, I can't. Yeah, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a second watch. I'll give it a second watch. I feel like it, it deserves it. Um. So yeah, the highlights of this movie was a lot of the the production design. I thought was really fun. Um, the outfits were just so well done and so like beautiful. I mean, just down to every every bit, and uh, making you really feel like you were in um, the the Sherlockian era. I feel like that was like like industrial, you know, Britain, industrial London, 
it, it was really awesome. Yeah, yeah, production design, uh, definitely. The, even the acting was very good. I really yeah. liked uh, the 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 school scene, like <laughs> when she eventually went to that school, which seemed like ridiculous. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I also really liked uh, the scenes with her and and Helena. Like they were they were really cute, mm-hmm. and like their house was just like just seemed like a fun mess to live in. Um, yeah. And, like, just their little interactions were, were very well done. Um, I, I want to say that I liked the boy, but, like, what was his name? Tewksbury? Yeah. Like, he was, he was, he was okay. He just was a pretty face. I don't know. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't feeling it. Like, when they went to, <laughs> she found him in the market, and, like, he, she, it, she like discovered that he was in the market because she went up into his tree house in his house and then like found out that he loves flowers and then found out that he was in Covent Garden and I was really confused because I thought oh did the mom like put him in the way of her because the mom was also like really into flowers you know and it was like yeah. oh are they the same like do they know each other and it turns out they don't and it just seemed like it would have been better if, like, the mom orchestrated this entire thing for Enola to find herself and to become, uh, you know, an independent woman um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who is is completely, like, different than the average girl her age. And that is pretty clear from the beginning um, about how free-spirited she is compared to the constraints of the time. Um, so right. it's, like, a deeply feminist movie. And it's also just, like, the. I just feel like the, the story should have somehow flowed in the fact that the mom was, like, planning this for Enola to, to bloom, you know, and it just didn't end up being like that. She just left. Like, she just left her daughter, you, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, and I, and I vaguely remember, um, like, uh, like, from, from the Sherlock Holmes uh, other versions of Sherlock Holmes and from the from the books and everything that like did Sherlock and did Sherlock and his siblings like not have a very good home life like is that is that kind of how it was written or portrayed or something like yeah I mean in um, in the show Sherlock they're like they have a fine upbringing but they also have a that's sister true. in that but their parents are like terribly normal you know right <laughs> right so I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, if if it felt a little bit more orchestrated and planned that Helena would just drop out and leave her kid because she, like, she loves her kid. And it seems, like, very out of character that she would have done this. And the fact that yeah. they tried to make it sound like it was her character to do this. Like, I don't know. Helena just was not, was not really, like, I, I didn't believe it. Like, I, I was like, really? She left? That, that, that seems so out of character, even though the movie was blatantly, like, like, She'll probably leave you. <laughs> I was like, what? what? Like, really? Yeah. Um, I do, yeah. Obviously, I, I thought that also another thing about it was that they, they didn't really call back to previous things a lot, but they always did a lot of flashbacks in the editing, so I, I wasn't really happy with how much the editing would flash back to previous scenes or things... I don't know, like, it just seemed like it was a little bit too random, a little bit, like, too fast-paced and too much, like, of 
calling back to scenes that we'd already seen. You know, it, I don't know. Like, they do that a lot in Sherlock, but I feel like they more dissect it on the second go-around versus just showing it. Do you know what I mean? Like when, like when I did the whole flashback of, of them doing the combat while she was, like, fighting that guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that was... And, like... Yeah, that made sense. But... The flowers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and that was weird. It's, it's like, the movie... I mean, I'm, I don't even want to say that parts of it felt like, like it was fast-paced, because, like, none of it really felt like it was fast-paced. <laughs> it just felt, felt very slow to me. Um, but I also just felt like, like... Enola was, I, I know she's, like, very mature and smart and clever for her age, but it just seems like her just running around London, mm-hmm. just, like, without her brothers, like, at 16, like, just finding a place to live and mm-hmm. finding finding a living just seemed so, so weird to me. I was like, she's 16! What is she gonna, what is she gonna do? Yeah, like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Again, again, like, heading back, like, hearkening back to, like, the convenience factor. It was like, all right, she's just in London now, and she's a 16-year-old, and she kind of has a boyfriend who's, like, yeah. has really high standing in politics, and she just, like, has a job and a place to live now. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, and I was it's... like, I'm like, really? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Are, you, are you sure? It, you don't want to, you don't want to try that again? <laughs> it, it didn't, I think it would have been different if it wasn't so quippy and punchy, like a lot of the a lot of the period pieces that we watch are very slow paced and they kind of go from like one scene to another where people are discussing a lot of things so the scenes are very like long and and interesting and like there's a lot of dialogue and there's a lot of story being told in the dialogue um but they're generally not very flashy where this movie was flashy like the the editing is flashy the special effects is is flashy um and the like little pull scenes where you know you have the little like pieces of um tiles spelling things out you know it's it's a real spectacle and i wonder if the writer of the book like imagined the movie to be like this because it was I mean it's a choice it's a choice to make it so punchy instead of it being like a straightforward adaptation do you know it was it was punchy but somehow feeling still very like naturally shot which mm-hmm. which so so Enola Holmes was a, this is based off a book like someone wrote a book about or or was this the the original Arthur Conan Doyle, who wrote a book about Enola Holmes. No, Nancy Springer wrote the book, The Case of the Missing Marquess and Enola Holmes Mystery. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, this definitely felt like a book, and and yes, I, I will say that some parts of it were punchy, like with her narrating mm-hmm. and... Start looking the, at the camera. The, looking at the camera a lot, and kind of like you know, saying funny things here and there, which is, you know, very Sherlock. It's very, it's mm-hmm. very like that. I, I feel like it wasn't as punchy as, you know, the BBC show or even the, the Guy Ritchie films. Cause those were mm. very edited. Yeah. Very yeah. like over edited, very over edited, yes. very extra punchy and like very in yeah. your face. Yes. You're right. Where this felt very subdued, very natural, um, still trying to throw in those quips and those, and those punches, like, here and there, um, 
but again, maybe not doing it quite enough to make it like you know interesting because I still I felt like it was still a little bit on the bland side, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like. And also the humor was not coming off as humorous to me. I did um, like that one that one part where she was like dressed up as a as a widow and she walks in and then she she lifts up the thing and she goes, "Tis I," and then she puts it back down. Yeah. That was yeah. the best that was the best joke. Like that's the one I remember the most. "Tis I." "Tis I." Yeah, like Millie was very cute. Um I really liked her as as maybe a younger Enola Holmes, like possibly if they, and, and again, like maybe this would have been a really cute series where we could have started yeah. off the first couple of episodes um, as as like younger Millie Enola, and then mm-hmm. maybe she gets a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Like I would have much rather watched a a bit older of an Enola Holmes, especially when she hits the city, yeah, and she like starts to kind of go off on her own, because like. It just seems so irresponsible of Helena to just to just drop and leave her kid, and then but then she's just magically like in London and she's like she's just grown up now. Like I just I didn't I wasn't believing it I wasn't seeing it. Yeah, I can't okay. like Millie and I don't know if that's just me watching Millie in Stranger Things and just thinking that she's still like a seven year old. Yeah, like yeah, I I don't I don't know if that's just me, <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and then, and then the relationship between her and Tewksbury was like, it was like, forced. so you're gonna invite him, you're gonna invite him to the to the middle school dance now? Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, like, are you, gonna like get, is, are you guys a thing? I, I, are you guys just gonna go get fries and a shake and just call it a day? Like, I, I did like how happening? Mycroft was like, well, are they gonna get married then? And then, and then, like Sherlock was like, yeah. I don't think so. And I was like, honestly, <laughs> like, right question because that's what people would do. They would just meet be like okay guess we're getting married like that it, it was like you know that's what happened so it, it makes sense to me that he would be like okay i guess they're gonna get married then and it's like yeah that's the that's the next that's the natural progression like they're they're dating which i mean means true, especially get for a 16 year old at this time yeah like obviously like that makes sense but i feel like but of course when we're watching stuff like this the 16 year old is still under supervision of of a guardian. Well not no but she's not. Like she's 16. I know she's not. And, and, like she doesn't even have any guardian and it's like according to to you know Mycroft that he's the guardian but they, he tried to keep her on a leash and it didn't work so he's just like fuck that, you know? Like it's just uh, I don't know. It is, you're right, it is respon- irresponsible, but she's she's also not so far away from being an adult. She's, like, just about there, because obviously this is, like, Victorian England, so. 16-year-olds yeah. were then, basically adults in Victorian England. Yeah, I know, because, yeah, that's what age they, they usually would have been in when they get married, but I don't know, it just, this, it, it's felt like it was it was following the the rules of the era but then it and then it felt like it wasn't so it just it well, was yeah, it, was, it was really hard cuz yeah. like it kept it kept it kept pulling in and out of like the social norms of this time period it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's it was very contradicting almost yeah. like and it and it, i guess it was a little confusing for my brain to handle um <laughs> yeah but I would have also liked it maybe to end, um, you know, with with Sherlock actually being able to to reach Enola and be like, you know, I want you to be my apprentice. Like, so then that way, that way she would have had a guardian. Sherlock could have been her guardian. Yeah. And and they could have worked together because I really liked them yeah. when they would 
when they would have their little back and forth. Like I, I really enjoyed those scenes, and and I would have I would have actually liked a little bit more um, Enola and Sherlock like interactions. I was really happy that Henry Cavill was in it actually quite a lot. I I kind of anticipated him being only in it like a little bit, and it turns out that he true, was, he true. was in it a little bit more than I realized, and that was good. Like I I was glad it wasn't just like oh they're just like around but they don't really matter to the story or anything but they do like and especially Sherlock he does and he figures out where she is yeah and then we also didn't quite so her mother was planning on blowing up something right yeah like that was (laughs) that was the thing and then we just never revisit that it's just like okay (laughs) she's Um, just she's like a suffragette she's like a a really um she's like more of a a She's warring. a real hardcore, yeah, like a real hardcore activist, yeah, like super hardcore. Gonna blow shit up, like that's how intense she is. Yeah, but then it's like they never revisit that. And then when she meet when she meets her mom at the end, she's just like, oh. You know, I'm just gonna completely ignore the fact that you tried to blow up a building, probably, and and it hurt and injure people. But you know, it's um, I missed you. How how are things? like (laughs) i know and she's like you're doing you're doing great enola if you ever need me i'm just uh i'm just a puzzle the newspaper away and i'm just like okay (laughs) like really are you sure (laughs) like again do you want to try that again like like this i don't know like i i don't want to be too hard on this movie because i i really like the style of it and i really did enjoy I really did enjoy these characters um, and these actors portraying them. I just maybe wanted it to turn out a little differently, but, like, I just... I found myself asking, like, halfway through it, like, why was this made? Like, I just... Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was fun. I'm glad it was made. I really like Millie Bobby Brown. I like the, like, feminist Sherlock situation we got going on. That's that's nice. It, it kind of tied it to yeah. to feminism today, which is, like... Feminism has changed quite a lot, and there's many different eras of feminism, and so it's it's interesting to um, touch on today's feminism with yesterday's feminism. Right. Uh, so let's yeah. look at these. I mean, and, and that could have been an interesting. Oh, sorry. No, well, no. I, I just one final thought. Yeah. And 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 that could have been an interesting thing to further tie into it is like is like, you know, correlating. And, and they kind of did, but, like, I kind of wanted more of it, but, like, correlating the mom's plans into the Tewksbury situation. Like, yeah. like this yeah. could have been a full-blown-out, like, Sherlock crime to solve or, like, a, you know, a mystery to solve if they had kind of, like, tied the, the, the suffragette movement, like, not, not suffragette, but, like, right? Yes? Yeah. Yes. Um... Like, to make make this whole big picture, like, the fact that it just kind of ended up with the Tewksbury stuff was just kind of, again, unsatisfying to me. Like, it, the Helena was a very interesting character, too, and I would have liked to, mm-hmm. if she was a little mad, mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. Like, we just saw her being a very loving mother and then having secretive meetings and then just, and then just picking up and leaving, and then that was it. And, and like, the, the grandma, too, who ended up being the, the killer. Oh, that's true, yeah, yeah. That whole yeah. situation, it was too rushed, and it felt like she actually didn't solve it. Like, it it was like, did you did you even yeah. know? Like, you didn't even realize this, that the fucking grandma killed her own son and then was going to kill her grandson. Like, what? <laughs> 
Yeah, and that super gory part where that guy dies, the guy, the guy that always plays the mean guys. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Oh. Burn, Burn Gorman. Yes, Burn, yeah. Yes, yes. He always plays, like, scary, scary characters. Yes, he is. Like, so scary. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, and then him, like, falling on that, like, on that thing with his, like, temple. Oh, I know. That was, that was gruesome. It was. That was gruesome. Yeah. I can't believe that the... Like, it was so... (laughs) That the, the, the kid, that Tewksbury managed to get on a suit of armor while this woman was shooting at him like that. Like... Right? And then put his jacket back on. Like, what? What was right? the timing? The, the, the blocking of that scene was terrible. Like, it just was... It, it was so unrealistic. I, yeah, I like, hoped that he didn't put that on, that... That he was wearing, like, a corset or something underneath it. And that's why. Yes! And I, was, I wanted it to be a corset! Uh, I wanted it to be a corset! Because like, she wore a corset and she got, she got like, stabbed or something, yes, right? Yes, she got stabbed like, by, yes. by Burn Gorman and it stopped it because it was such a thick, you know, fabric. Boning. Oh, my God. That He should have been yes. wearing a corset. I just, I don't understand. <laughs> why did they yeah. do that? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, when, when, when he, like, woke up, I was like, oh my gosh, she's wearing a corset. Like, I yeah. immediately said that. Like, I was, I was like, oh, he had a corset on. Like, I was like, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and come to think of it, there were some pretty dark, um, and gruesome scenes in this. Like, even when she's fighting with Burn in the, in the alley and he, like, starts to, to drown her. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, this this movie seemed like it wanted to take some some dark turns, mm-hmm. but then it was still too light. Like I was like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. make a decision. Yeah. This movie was all over the place. You're, I was like, right. what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? I just feel you're confusing me. I feel like you and I always have the same thoughts about things, and it just it just that's why we talk about this stuff. And honestly, like I'm like, oh, Emily agrees with me about this, and it's just it's always hilarious. I just. Oh, that's why we have this podcast. Sandra, we we need a we need a third opinion so that we can actually have some differing opinions we, here. We need, like we need to I, we need to contradict each other more. Like we need to <laughs> we we need to have different opinions. There was no the movie that we both disagreed on was Ad Astra. I did not like that movie. Oh, I've already forgotten about Ad Astra. Yeah, was but it you even liked that it. I don't, I don't know. So like that, I did like it. Yeah, I so did like that's it. That's what we disagreed on, and I will always remember that. Am I am I gonna watch it again? I'm probably never gonna watch it again. But um, <laughs> there's not enough time. We have to watch so many other things. Like I, I there's just not enough time. <laughs> I know you, you you can't you can't just you can't just merely watch the same movie again. Like there's just too many things. Unless coming it's out. Pride and Prejudice, keep... obviously. Well, yeah. There's always time for Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> there's always time. Okay. Oh, oh, um, you wanted to look at the... Uh, the plot keywords uh, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, plot keywords are runaway, breaking the fourth wall, train, Victorian era, fugitive. Okay. I'm really surprised that Sherlock Holmes wasn't one of the plot keywords in the top. So let's right? just... Right? It's probably one of the 34. Detective is in there. Girl detective. Uh, Sherlock Holmes character. Yeah. Mycroft Holmes character. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Netflix original film has its own uh, has its own keyword. Oh, that's cute. There's a lot Look of at you Netflix. A lot of keywords here. Making making moves. What are you doing? Yeah. 
Okay. <clears throat> Master of Disguise. <laughs> I mean, sure. Okay. Let's look um, at this. Any trivia? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll uh, check that out. The taglines are Youngster Rebel Sleuth. So, that's good. Uh, okay. Um, apparently there's multiple books, and Millie Bobber Brown oh, is, the, is a fan. The tagline I have is, is Mystery Runs in the Family. I like that one better. <laughs> and she was also a producer, which I don't know if you saw that in the... I did see that! Yeah. I did! So it says, did. I'm just gonna read this. Millie Bobby Brown and her sister Paige, being fans of the books, approached author Nancy Springer with the intention to star and produce the film under their own label. However, Millie Bobby found a financial backer in the form of Legendary Entertainment, who offered financing while she was filming Godzilla King of the Monsters for the company. For this film, Millie Bobby was paid $6 million for her starring role and an additional $500,000 as a producer fee. Damn, Millie! Damn! Millie, like, got this movie together! Damn! Damn! Go her! She's got a lot of sway, because after coming from something like uh, Stranger Things, I mean, she she was hot shit. Like, right when that came out, it was like, oh my god, have you seen this girl? She she still is hot shit. Oh, People are yeah. still riding the, the, the Millie train. Like... Yeah. Like, I had to... What was it? We like made a joke. Was when we were in New York. I was like, I can't follow Millie on on Instagram anymore. She's too cool, and it yeah. makes me feel bad. <laughs> like, totally. I was She's like, I can't. so cool. But my favorite. I can't follow her anymore. My favorite thing about her, to be honest, is the fact that she has done a really good job, and her her publicists and everybody, her team, has done an excellent job of portraying her as still somebody who is transitioning from being. Um, you know, a tween into a teen, and not and has not gone any farther than that by by sexualizing her and by making her an object instead of an actress and a person. And I have to say, like they do such a good job. And even though Millie does wear now, she wears a little bit more revealing things. She she wears stuff that's a little bit more chic um, than she did in the beginning. I still really love that they. They don't want to, like, make her seem too sexy or something, you know, which is, like, so many teen stars uh, have that, right. and it's, like, they have to yeah. grow into into something else, and I feel like uh, MBB, Millie Bobby Brown, like, totally has a good head on her shoulders and knows how to make sure that she doesn't fall into the wrong crowd and into drugs and all that shit that child stars have to go through. Yeah. Exactly. She's just so cool. <laughs> uh, there's an interesting trivia here about talking about Sherlock's portrayal as being too caring and, and empathetic, and then a possible, like, a lawsuit that broke out. Oh, yeah. That's, um, yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. In June 2020, some controversy arose around the portrayal of Sherlock Holmes as being too caring and empathetic in the film ver in this film version, with Arthur Conan Doyle's estate suing Netflix and Nancy Springer, uh, the author of the books, uh, for copyright infringement. As the source stories are not yet in the public domain and their suit filed in a New Mexico court, they explained copyright infringement arises from defendants' unauthorized copying of original creative expression by Doyle in copyrighted Sherlock Holmes stories. They have listed bosses at Nef 
They have listed bosses at Netflix and producers at Legendary Pictures as defendants alongside. So is this still happening? Yeah, I think so, but it's kind of baseless. I mean, there's really nothing they can do about it. Interesting. Okay. This same thing happened. And wouldn't they have brought this up, like, earlier? Like, why did it just happen this year? Like, wasn't this movie in production for a while? Well, yeah, but, like, they had to be able to see the movie. Oh. So, but then... But then why bother at that point? <laughs> well, because they're mad and they want it. They want you to know. And the same thing happened. It, it, they they do this lawsuit so that they can continue to. But basically, Sherlock Holmes is actually a public domain character because he does not like the estate of Sherlock Holmes. Actually, only can copyright on the um, later Sherlock Holmes novels. So the like further adventures of Sherlock Holmes or whatever it is, um, which is where, like, Moriarty is and stuff like that. Um, So they have to basically, like, approve of that. But um, they are always, like, you basically, I mean, you and you and me could have, like, a Sherlock Holmes thing. But there's, like, there's specific Sherlock Holmes traits that show up later in the Sherlock Holmes novels, like the fact that he has an affection for dogs, um, that's not public domain. So there's like certain things that are and certain things that aren't. And um, in in Star Trek, there is a character, there, there's obviously um, Elementary, My Dear Data is like an episode of Star Trek. And then there's another episode right. where um, uh, Moriarty comes back. Moriarty comes in. Yeah, yeah, and they were mad that Moriarty was even in in it at the estate. And they basically, after the second time Moriarty was portrayed in Star Trek, the estate was like, "No, we don't. We don't want you to have that character anymore." So that's why he never like shows up again. <laughs> and it's just like they they just are really petty and mean about things. <laughs> Really? So did did the did the BBC version have have problems too, or did they actually go the correct route? No, like I think they get it. Yeah, they also got uh, mad at BBC. No, I don't think they got mad at BBC. I think they they oh. worked with them. Interesting. Wow, they really want to like keep keep a tight grip on on the yeah. Sherlock stuff. Yeah, and it's like I said, actually Sherlock Holmes is a public domain character, so. You could you could do all you want, or you know you could publish things talking about Sherlock Holmes as long as it's just within um, the confines of those what is not copyrighted. It's it's right. It's very silly. <laughs> hmm. um, Interesting. I learned this from the Star Trek: The Next Conversation podcast. Uh, you did? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I really hope that maybe um, I like they'll th- do it again on or something. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I like this this uh, trivia. It talks about uh, when Enola is trying to change clothes with people, which she tries to do twice. Which is mm-hmm. uh, which I I I liked I like those parts when mm-hmm. when she was like, "I'll give you five pounds to change clothes with me." And I was yeah. like, "Why would they want your clothes?" Which is a lot of money. I mean, shit. Yeah. It's- and that and that's what it says. It says twice Enola offers laboring boys five. Five pounds for their clothing. Five pounds in 1880 would be the equivalent of approximately 350 uh, pounds in 2020. However, the buying power would be much greater. A common laborer earned about three shillings and nine pence per week or um, 
nine pounds and 15 shillings per year. Thessy Nola has offered a half a year's salary to to the laborers for their clothes. I mean, damn, she's got to be careful with that money. My God, she just completely... She flashes that around. I know, and the, the and the fact that she like gets, I know, and she gets into London, and she's just like buying shows all these clothes all that and money. And she shows all the money to everyone, and, I, and I'm just like, girl, you need to like, no. you need to eat, you need, yeah. you need utilities, you need to not. Don't let like, people know how much money you have. Like, there's fucking thieves everywhere. You don't show don't people. Do like, we know that. Like, we have we know that you don't just carry around a lot of money for one. Or, like, go flashing about how many hundreds you have in your wallet. Like, you don't fucking do that. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I did, I did like, I did like the part when, when Mycroft shows up at the house and he's like, he's like, what about your governess? And she's like, we don't have one. And he's like, your mother asked for you to have a governess. <laughs> and so Mycroft was basically paying for all this stuff that wasn't even being paid for. Yep. Uh, they're just getting money out of him. That was so funny. Mm-hmm. I oh, was man. wondering where Watson was, and in this trivia it says that um, Sherlock hadn't, um, it says according to the canon novels, the first novel was written in 1887, and says that Sherlock met Dr. Watson in 1881. In the movie, said in 1884, Enola says Sherlock always works alone, and the movie's not in sync. But um, it does say that the... Uh, Lestrade said that he also works alone, and it can be inferred that the story takes place shortly after he meets Watson um, in A Study in Scarlet. So, uh, it's mm-hmm. not clear, but it is clear that, like, Sherlock is famous already, but I don't think he's been, like, published by Watson, as Watson does. Right, exactly, yeah, because the Tewksbury's had, like, heard of him. Like, they're like, oh, is Sherlock actually going to take our case? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he definitely had like a had a name for himself. Okay, well let's go to the uh, meta score here. Um, okay, it was a let's sixty-eight see. meta score, which is in the green, quite high. Um, yeah, the lowest one quite is high. is a twenty-five by the San Francisco Chronicle. Um, Ooh, they did not like and it. And it's pretty mean. It says, a bright young actress, a movie star actor, and a potentially interesting concept gets smothered in 128 minutes of colorful, empty nonsense. Ooh, is it bad that I kind of agree? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also do. Um, oh, but I also man, agree I with bad. some of the nice ones, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, like, let's see. The the playlist gave an 83, which is the highest one. While Enola Holmes' empowering feminist message might feel like a little on the nose at times, the film is another, nevertheless a witty and endearing bauble with a terrific elan. I love that word, bauble. Yeah. <laughs> Such a cute little word. Such a British word. That's what they call, um, they call Christmas ornaments baubles. Yep. They sure do. <laughs> they sure do. Um, let's see. I'm going to read the IndieWire one. They gave it a 75. Enola Holmes doesn't just use its heroine as a cute way to nod at progressive thinking. It fully embraces a story that is, at its heart, deeply feminist. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kate. I kind of want to read one of these 60s, uh, yeah. kind of giving it somewhat in the middle. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I'm going to do the Empire one. 
well-intentioned, if sometimes lacking in subtle subtlety. Uh, Enola Holmes offers a fine, spirited reminder that a traditional story can always be retold, although it might need more refined teachings on feminism next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was that was interesting. We were we were saying that that we think it would have been better if they included the suffragette stuff more. Well, yeah, because that seemed like a pretty um like a pretty topical current event happening at the time and and yeah, I mean even uh even in even in the BBC Sherlock Holmes, sometimes Sherlock would handle like some topical stuff happening at the time. Like it like it it's all encompassing. I mean, there's definitely reasons for people to act certain ways and to and to uh, do certain things like especially with her mother wanting to blow up something again we never really quite figure that out yeah um that would have been a fun little thing to add uh at least to add to the danger i mean i, I, should, I probably didn't feel like even though the, the scene at the very end was like pretty creepy and scary um and gruesome like i wanted i wanted a bit more i wanted more chase scenes i wanted more danger i wanted yeah I wanted, like, a confrontation with their mother. Like, why did you leave me? Not just, like, welcoming her with open arms at the very end after ditching her. Like. You're right, dude. Something. Something like that. I wanted some more drama. I wanted the drama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're right. Okay. I think that wraps up Enola Holmes. Alone. Uh, Alone. Spelled backwards. So. Said, like, ten times. Yep, exactly. Um, so that was Enola Holmes. If you enjoyed this movie or, you know, feel the same way, uh, please let us know. We would love to know your thoughts. You can do that in the in the comment section on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn. Or you could email us. Uh, please email All By The Popcorn. At G- All By The at- Popcorn Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. We currently are not able to log into our all by the popcorn at gmail.com. We never have been able to. So if you have emailed that one, please resend your email to the other one because we never saw it and probably never will. Um, <laughs> but yes, email email all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com. Um, and let us know your thoughts. And you can also let us know any future movies you'd like us to talk about. Um, if you want to rate and review our show that we have here, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And if you want notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our it, our social media. We have Twitter, at By the Popcorn, and Instagram, at All By the Popcorn Podcast. We also have merch, and we have a YouTube channel. Just search All By the Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to that. Um, we plan to use that a lot more in the future, uh, but we're not quite ready to use it just yet. But go ahead and subscribe anyway. Because fun stuff will come that way eventually. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, Uh, everybody. Thanks for listening. Stay inside. Stay safe. Go vote. If you haven't already, then this might be too late, actually. When are we going to release this? Oh, it's afterwards. See you on the other side, everybody. Oh, it's going to be too late. See Yep. I hope. (laughs) We'll see you on the other side. (laughs) Okay, bye. Wear a mask. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.